Hey, how y'all doing, man? I'm back again with another episode of It Factor. As always, some of your host, Jeremy Robinson. And today we got somebody special. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? I'm Cordell Thomas. I play offensive line for LSU. Cool, man. It's nice to meet you today on this Good Friday, man. Uh, at the end of the day, it's a family show. Uh, to say how you say it, do what you do. Uh, at the end of the day, my first question, though, is, uh, first off, how you doing, man? You know, mentally, physically, emotionally? Like, uh, everything, everything. Season coming up. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you, man. All right, man. Yeah, everything good, though, bro. That's good, man. That's good, man. So, how has your experience been so far at LSU, man? Uh, LSU has been good, bro. You know, it has ups and downs with my injury, but just so far, you know, the school as a whole, it's been good. Mm-hmm. Great, man. And in that, I would say, like, how do you balance your academics and football, man? Uh, I mean, with academics, you know, they give us as much help as we need. You know, I know most people have that stereotype that think, you know, football players just get to mess around in their work, but not, nah, you know, we get fined for not showing up to tutoring. You know, you get punished if you miss anything. So, you know, they pretty much on us about getting our books to make sure we students first. So, you know, you might have three tutors and things like that. So, you know, they make sure we balance it correctly because we do have, you know, a hard schedule with workouts and practice and things like that. So they most definitely put us in a position, you know, to succeed in the classroom. Got you with that, man. So, like, and I would say, bro, like an open topic, would you call yourself, you would say, your hometown hero? Would you playing high school football in the state of Louisiana and now playing college football in the state of Louisiana? Uh, I would say uh, not, I would say not yet. Uh, I know some probably, probably, some people probably think I am, but like, I mean, if that's what they want to say, cool, but I, not yet because, you know, I, I feel like when I get to that next level and I'm able to come back and, you know, actually do something, then I can feel like, you know, I'm a hometown hero. But right now, I'm just playing. So it's cool that they think that, but, you know, I want to come back and actually, you know, make some change here before I can be called a hometown hero. Got you. I like that, man. I've been watching you for a while, man, even when you was on overtime back in high school. I was like, dang, this kid, man. I ain't see kids like this when I was playing football, man. I was like, <laughs> man, it's amazing, you know, to be that big and be that strong, that fast. But I would say with that and all the, the greatness that came with that, how do you, you know, remain humble? And all those names, like, hey, he the best office alum, he the best this, you know, how do you remain humble in that? Uh, I got to uh, because, you know, just being around different people and just, you know, how I am and, you know, me being an Israelite and stuff like that, you know, it's, I got to uh, because, you know, pride is made many men fall. <laughs> So if you if you become, you know, unhumble and don't just stay true to yourself, I mean, you're going to have a hard fall. Thankful for me, you know, I kind of fell before I got to my peak point. So I kind of understand, like, what it means now to have certain, you know, habits that need to be done away with and things like that. So me being humble just really come from also how I was raised and things like that. You know, I was never raised to think I was more than anybody you know, because just like anybody else, you know, we struggle too sometimes. So at the end of the day, you know, just my situations and just how my upbringing make me humble. Gotcha. I like that, man. I like that. I don't see a lot of young people that would say that, you know, interview a lot of people. And they be like, yeah, man, I mean, I'm humble, but you know, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they see the name of a school or something like that. And like, yeah, I'm going to do this. But I like to hear 
that not only outside of football, you know, you was able to say, hey, I was able to see how it looks to sit out and not be able to play. So you want, if you want to tap into that a little bit, like injury-wise, or like how was you able to overcome it? Man, I ain't uh, with the injury thing and being young. You know, I'm still young now, but, you know, that was literally like two and a half years ago. So getting injured, man, it took a lot from me. It took a lot out of me because I ain't know how to handle it. And on top of that, I'm reading for myself. I'm reading different books. I'm actually studying the Bible for myself. So on top of that, I'm noticing other different things and I'm holding up the knowledge. So right now I'm at a point where I'm injured. I'm battling with everything. But honestly, bro, I came out of it probably just everything. Man, it took me about two and a half dark years, bro, to come out of that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people talk about mental health and depression and all that. But honestly, bro, I got to thank the most high. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, just honestly, without him waking me up and just without him, you know, pulling me back under his umbrella, bro, I don't know what, what I would be. You know what I'm saying? So just being young and having guidance, but you're not going to tell your people everything. You're not going to tell your mentors everything. So right. the people I had around me that came to my life at the time, they kind of already knew because they seen it before with different athletes that they trained and different things like that. So I feel like the people I had around me really – you know, plus the most, you know, brought me out of, because like I said, it was too long, dark years. You know, when you hurt, when you hurt, you don't travel with the team. So you at home, you watch them play and you're like, damn, I'm supposed to be there. Damn, I'm supposed to be on the field. So I just feel like uh, situations and just seeing how things really was uh, brought me out of it because in order to come out of it, I had to get strong in my mind and in my soul. So that's what I can say brought me out of it, bro. It was a long road, though, bro. It seemed like the tunnel was going to stay dark forever, but, you know, I finally came out of it. Right. Yeah, man. I like that you put that in that perspective because I feel like we all as people go through our triumph, right? We got our ups and downs, high points. But the biggest thing about success, you know, you have to fail. Things have to happen before you reach them. And you look at them and you say, oh, okay, cool. Okay, what's next? Like, let's see what's next, you know, versus I like to be at peace more of the time yeah. when it comes to certain things. You know, yeah, even when I started the show to have conversations like this, because a lot of people don't. Some stuff will happen, and nobody ever reach out to you. you like, dang, do people really care about something? So, they care yeah. about something? You know. I had to realize, the biggest thing for me to realize, bro, is that people just don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm one of them people, like, it's just like with my girlfriend all the time, like, you know how women is. I tell her, like, I'm the type of person, I want to fix the problem, not just keep talking about the problem. You understand me? So, I'm one of them people that either we're going to fix it or we're not. So for as being in the position I was, either I'm going to fix this shit or I'm going to keep falling into a deeper hole. And I know what that hole is, so I ain't trying to fall deep into that hole. So let me fix this shit. Like, that's really how it got to be. Because, you know, society, where we get into now, they tell the people be depressed. They tell the people it's okay to, you know, do stuff to themselves. And, you know, it's not, bro. Like, you got a, you got a lot to live for. You with it, man. Right. You got a lot to live for. You got you got a lot to live for. You're here for a reason. So, you know, when you got people around you that's telling the truth, like my pops would tell me straight up, bro, what you tripping about? What you depressed about? Look where you at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you hurt, but you at the biggest school in the nation. Right. You know what I'm saying? They put people in the league. You got everything you want. You know, you got stuff out of If I ain't had him telling me that, if I ain't have my trainers telling me that, if I ain't having uh. You know, my girlfriend in my cone, if I ain't have all these people in my cone, plus actually learning what I need to learn, mm-hmm. plus on the spiritual side, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? I would have never came out of it. I never had nobody when I was depressed, you know, tell me stay depressed. Like, I'd be seeing people tell people now, like, hell no, you can't stay depressed. Mm-hmm. 
you open you open the door for more demons when you stay depressed. Right. So, so you know, bro, I just had a lot of people around me, bro. That was that's genuine people. I respect that, man. That's good. That's how I know you're gonna go a long way. But then I would say, you know, what is your it factor, man? Why you do what you do? Honestly, bro, I do what I do because I love the game, but also uh, just the platform to be able to, you know, put positive positivity in the air. You know, you see a lot of athletes like me that want to that want to go, you know, they want to coincide with uh, rappers or entertainers and, like, not be an athlete. I'm the type of dude. Like, I know when I go on the Walmart, it's going to be at least about three, four of the kids walk up to me. Or if I go to a break game, I know I got people looking at me. So I do it for the kids who was like me growing up, you know, like playing sports, you know what I'm saying? Didn't know nothing about the college, but they got the, you know, the ability to. So I just want to show them that, like, nah, when you get to this level, Stay you. Don't go try to be in a studio with the rapper. Studio get shut up. Now you involved too, or you in the car with them, different things like that. Cause you know, like I said, you see a lot of athletes that want to go be a rapper. They go get, they go get the chain. They get everything like the rappers. Like ain't nothing wrong with jury, but when you trying to become a persona more than yourself and yeah. like what you are, which is the athlete, that's when you get you know the situation. So I do it just to. I know now. I know that I'm carrying something more than me. Mm-hmm. So I do it for the people that you know they can't do it for themselves, bro. I respect that, man. I, it's funny you say that because uh, me and one of my guys talking about what Teddy Bridgewater said the other week. You know, a lot of guys make yeah. it and you trying to be a thug. And it's like, I never I got it. it. I never understood it. I'm like, you made it to where a lot of people can't. You know, right. you got to differentiate the two at some point. And on top of that, for me, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen thugs. Like, I know thugs. I see people that are really living like that. I'm in the locker room with you. All day, every day. I know you're not about that life. So when I'm looking at you, I'm really seeing through you because it's just like you're going to be accepted. Like, because that's what everybody else is doing. That's what the females like. That's what everybody take to. So now you're going to go through that. You know what I'm saying? I just never been one of the people that don't have their own mind. Like anybody around me, they got their own mind. They're genuine people because I wouldn't have around me if they wasn't. But I definitely agree with him, though, because he told it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see you as setting the standard, and I respect that. You know, that's the biggest reason why I reached out too. I'm like, hey, I mean, like, I like you, man. I always watched you. And the biggest thing outside of football, I respect just the way you are. Anybody that reached back out, there is somebody, man, that means something. Because a lot of people are like, I ain't talking to them. I ain't doing this. This ain't big enough. This ain't son. So you never know where it can take you. Right. <laughs> you know, so in that, I would say, uh, before we do close, I would say, uh, what if one of your ultimate life goals? But my life goes, bro, honestly, to have a family, start a generation, you know, people, kids that think like me and, you know, want to do right because there's too much darkness in the world, bro. Like, that's my ultimate goal is to please the most high, follow the laws correctly to, to, to uh, you know, my correct ability to law the Bible and get to heaven. But for as my life goes, just to start a family, bro. You know, of course, everybody wants the big house, but of course I want it. But my whole goal is to have some sons who look like me, have some daughters who look like my wife and raise them up the right way, the same way I was. Because if you put more pure blood in the world, then it's going to become more pure. You know, just just wanting to live for a Rolls Royce, that's so cliche to me. Like, I don't care about the Rolls Royce. I don't care about the train. I don't care about nothing. I'm living to start something that ain't nobody else want to start or just do something bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? When I leave this earth, I want my kids and their kids to be on the same path with my own. Everybody be like, 
that's that's his that's his lineage. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of us, you know, just going backwards. So that's my ultimate goal is just to lead people on this earth from my loins. You know what I'm saying? Who gonna care to see that they're supposed to care? Got you. I like that, man. That's all right. So, do you have any questions for me? Uh, what made you start on the interview? Man, so I played sports. I went to college and became an engineer, right? And, you know, as being in the engineer world, you work, you do stuff, you get accolades at work. I've never been in a pattern on back type of guy. But yeah. the thing was, I was like, I'm not doing enough. You know, I prayed about it, talked to my mom about it, worked on it, and I really say that God and my friends gave me the sign to start the show. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to interview a few people. We see what's going to go. And I've been doing this three years now successfully, interviewing Black people in multiple professions. And it just let me know. Every time I try to, like, oh, I'm going to take a break or something like that, somebody called me, like, hey, I want to come on the show. Or somebody emailed me back or DM me back. So just knowing this for me, man, I just love helping other people. You know, so. right. That's what's up, bro. So, man, it was good connecting with you today, man. I let you go and get back to you Friday, bro. But I'm going to be in your ear, man, from time to time. I'm on your side, bro. And I'm proud of your journey, man. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime you want to talk or do an interview, just let me know, bro. Yes, sir. I'm going to pull up on you next time, man, because my, my line brother out there, bro, at uh, Dillard University, he down close. He's not yeah. better. He's not close to where you are, but uh, ain't yeah. that far. So I'm going to let yeah, you Yeah, like 40 minutes, for real, for real. But all right, man. I hit you, man. Take it easy. Yes, sir. You too. All right. All right.